Hello and welcome to the Sunnyside Podcast Show. I'm Ron. I'm Scott. I'm Susie. Cue the music. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. If we keep on Sunnyside alive. So obviously PJ's voice has got a little higher, but he's a... He's decided to let us down tonight. That's right. PJ's not here, and Susie is. So fuck you, PJ. <laughs> he did, we weren't we we weren't going to record this week. No, we, there, we've all had quite a lot on, and I'm having a my well, well, Hannah's having a baby on Monday. I'm not doing very much, but so we thought, okay, we can we'll we'll skip a week, and then PJ strong armed us into recording yeah, a show tonight. This morning, I woke up to PJ sending messages going, "What time are we recording?" And I said, I thought we agreed we weren't recording this week because everyone was so busy. And I was like, no, no, let's not skip a week. Let's not do that at all. Let's, let's make sure we definitely record let's get to, Let's get together. What time suits? 8 o'clock. I can't do 8 o'clock. 8.15. 8.15, yeah. And then <laughs> 10 past 8, I get a message saying, uh, I, I'm totally at sort of this thing I'm at. I can't do that. So start without me. Start without me. I'll listen and give notes when I get home. So will you, will you me arse? Also, start without me and finish without me. Do it all without me. Thanks, PJ. So yeah, so this is this is the show now. Now this is going to be maybe an uh, an abridged show because we're going to just cover a few things and then we'll just kind of wind up and then we'll probably will have to take a break next week. Yeah. Um. For how many weeks do you envisage your break for? I don't know until. Yeah, I mean, maybe just one week. Okay. Like at the end of the second week, I'll I'll be just getting ready to go back to work. So yeah, Hannah's he, gonna Hannah's gonna have to take it on her own eventually. Yeah, ease back into that. With yeah, a, a podcast. Yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah, no, I think that'll be fine. But you guys can record without me. Okay. I don't. I don't. I, I'm. I'm not PJ. Okay. I well, get, well, let, let's get into the baby talk then. So this is baby number two for you. This is baby number two. Oh, this- I thought you were you were reaching over to the the desk there. I thought you had like. No, no, I'm just. I thought you had like baby sounds ready to. No, no, I no? don't. I don't have baby sounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> this is the yeah, this is baby number two. So baby number two is coming on uh, Monday, and today is Thursday. So okay. I'm getting ready to leave work tomorrow for two weeks on paternity. Right. And uh, I do have baby music. <laughs> <laughs> You can play this to her, you know, to Hannah in the in the delivery room. Yeah, I don't know how well that will go down. I, I like watching, probably like a Brexit house, to be honest. I like watching, you know, those like one whatever it is. The um, what? Sorry, you know, one born every minute. Oh yeah, those, those ones. Yeah. But I I have to stop watching because I get really angry at the fathers. Like they'll do something, and I'm like, don't do that. She's pregnant you know like what can they do what can they do i mean in fairness i think what would you possibly do in that situation that would be bad but people are idiots and will do silly things say something terribly wrong yeah or just you know be on their phones or something and i'm just seething for them on their phones i don't know like yeah like has fallen asleep hang on a second there's an awful lot of waiting around in these things yeah, but normally you're you saying, you saying I can't check Twitter. Normally on the in the on the TV shows they can't normally cut out the waiting around and just ah, okay. show the the juicy parts. Oh, I worked God. on it, <laughs> the literal juicy yeah. parts. I worked on a documentary when I first started. I don't know about eight or nine years ago, um, 
called Midwives, which was basically one born every minute on uh, bike set here. Um, and I digitized all the tapes. That's how long ago it was. We were still shooting on tape. Oh, did you watch everything? I had to watch everything. All the gooey There's details. About Fifteen births in uh, water baths that I had to watch, um, and I kept thinking, why? Why do they have a sieve? <laughs> Is that for catching the baby or? And then I found out, no, it's for it's for sieving tur- out the poo. That's the turd sieves. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of they poo. Don't, they don't tell you about. No, they don't tell you about no. the poo. Oh no! I feel like the poo's got a fairly good, rep, you know, fairly good sort of advance warning at this point. I think, like, uh, I'm now, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. like, uh, I didn't know back then that there was going to be poo. <laughs> that was they, so. When there was poo, you were like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh no, that poor woman, she shit herself." And then the next one did it as well, and I was like, "Oh no, those poor women, they've shit themselves." <laughs> And then it just kept happening. Well, well, I guess when you think about it, I mean, I'd shit myself if something was forcing itself out of, out of my crotch. If a, if a live person was coming out of there. Yeah. It's just, I, I think that they should be more open and upfront about those sorts of things. You think that's, they should teach that in school? They should, they, they should all the gory deal. Like, I remember when we did, like, our reproductive health stuff in school. And, like, the birth for that woman was so easy. The video that we watched... I mean, you saw the baby come out, but she was basically sitting on the edge of a of a of a bed, and she went, Argh! and the whole thing came out in a oneer, and that was the end of it. Uh, I mean, my friend Niall still fainted and fell off the table because <laughs> <laughs> we were all sitting sitting on the tables watching these. You know, for some reason, they tried to make it more informal. Let's all sit at the table and watch this beautiful video about giving birth, and he just he just took a total header off the back of the oh table. Oh my god! I remember our biology teacher just. Going into too much detail about stuff that we didn't need a lot of detail about. Really? Yeah. Like, one thing I can remember him saying was, before you before you put it in, you've got to make sure that it's good and hard. Otherwise, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it's like pushing soft rope. He's like, and he made this, like, with I'm the, speaking from experience here, lads. Like, this thing with his hand, he was like, it's like pushing rope. <laughs> like... I, uh, I mean, to be honest, did you go to, did you go to a mixed school? Did you know, like religion wise? No, I mean like sex wise. Oh, sex wise, yeah. So yeah. there were girls boys in the class. Yeah, there were girls in the class as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. Did you go to an all boys school? No, I did not. No, 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 no. So I'm I don't not know. Depraved. <laughs> so I don't know why he felt the need. Like to maybe something had happened to him that he just he wanted to warn everybody. Like, don't try and put it in soft. <laughs> That's that doesn't work. Well, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. But even I, I knew, like, I, I just to I be just, honest, at thirteen, the idea of having a soft penis in the presence of a naked woman was something that is completely beyond my comprehension. Yeah, but I think you know, there's, there's, big, there's, there's, there's a chasm of difference between you know, explaining the bi- biology and explaining technique. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think technique should be taught as well. Okay, I think it, it should be. Maybe not, not the, maybe not the... All right, lads. Uh, Barry White. What I, what I, I find I, Barry White works the best. <laughs> if you can't get it warmed up with a bit of Barry White. Yeah, maybe not, maybe not the specifics. Yeah. I'll tell you what my wife likes. <laughs> Come in, love. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so what is the, you know, what is the, take us through the play-by-play of how... So how yesterday, you, Hannah had to sign all her consent forms that said that... <laughs> she did for that. Yeah. <laughs> 
sign all the consent forms that said, you know, like there is a chance that you could die and there's a chance that we might cut the baby and there's a chance that we might have to give you a hysterectomy. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't have a funny noise for these. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we signed, she signed all the consent forms and stuff. So we'll go in on Monday at 8am and at some stage during the day, at some stage, at some stage, yeah. Well, when no, when they say the time is now, or when they, whatever, yeah, like or when they're ready. There's no, no, no. There's no, there's no for Hannah to be ready. Literally, it'll just be a waiting. Like there'll be people scheduled in. They they haven't told us the exact yeah, like time when they're there. ready. Yeah, when they're ready to take us. Yeah. Um. There's a weird thing on the form. It's all the things you can and can't do. You can't eat or drink after 10 p.m. And there's a couple of tablets you got to take for the section. Don't feed her after midnight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, another one will pop out. Yeah. That'll be wicked hairy. Um. But the one says you can't wear any jewelry except a wedding ring. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, and they- the way that it's worded, it's like no jewelry except a wedding ring. It sounds like if you're not married, you better have a wedding <laughs> ring on. I mean, are they concerned about things like genital jewelry? Or, <laughs> or like- I don't know. And maybe they're just concerned about infection. But, okay. but like wedding rings are really high. Like people. It's no better. It's like it, it doesn't know. You know, the back yeah. doesn't know that no, it's, that's like, a wedding oh, ring. Oh, it's a wedding. I'm not going to besmirch this wedding ring with some of dirty bacteria. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or maybe the doctors just don't want to deliver a child out of wedlock. So you just have to trick the doctors into thinking that everybody's married. They're all Presbyterian doctors. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then we, Hannah spends, two, I think that she gets like two days in hospital. Um, she gets two days in hospital. Yeah. Like, that's like. She gets two days. That's not a lot. Like I think they should. They should. Have, she's having major surgery. Like and yeah, then, and then a lot more. They mm. for whenever we got around, like they just let you leave the hospital with a kid. Mm. There's no like <laughs> they just let you take him. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> there you go. I'm like oh yeah, like there's no competency. No, test. there's no like there's nothing like that. And you're just like oh right okay. But then if she has a section, they're also like here's fourteen syringes. Mm. You have to give her an injection every day for the next two weeks. Here's a box to put all the scraps in. We'll come and collect it at some stage. Well, hang on now. So where 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 do you inject her? I have to inject her in her thigh. Okay. Oh, you have to inject her? Yeah. Have you injected? It, someone, yeah. Have you injected Hannah before? Yeah. Is it like, is it auto-inject or is it like an EpiPen? Is it just like jab? It's like a, yeah, it's small. You, it's a lot smaller than that. You have to that. hit her? <laughs> like that? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot smaller than that. It's And there's like a little safety straw sphere thing around the needle so you just kind of jab it in jab that in and, and it does the the thing but it's still fucking weird though <laughs> i'm not a doctor and are these what are these, these it's, antibiotics, anti, it's anti-clotting anti-clotting yeah okay um i believe okay um, i like how you're looking at me but like well, I, I, I don't at, know anything. i look at you i assume you have some medical knowledge that's, or that's or a very bad assumption or a level of interest in there this. is a level of interest yeah <laughs> So yeah, that, and again, there's not really any training. You're just like <laughs> you're just like get, have a person. Yeah, ha- we have a person and a box of syringes, and just don't, <laughs> don't stab the little don't one with get the these syringes. Mixed up. Yeah, <laughs> don't stab the little one with the syringes. Don't try and breastfeed the syringes. Yeah, they, I mean, it is true that they just don't seem to. There, there really is no no manual with these things. Three months of training, I had to take to learn to drive my car. Yeah. But and they, with a kid, they're just like, no, you're all right. It's like you might, away. You might mess up the first one. Yeah, you won't do that the second time. Yeah. So yeah. So you you know the you know the 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 what's and wherefores of what you're getting. Yeah. 
Yes, we're having a girl. You're having a girl. Yes, I do know that. Are there names and stuff? We, everything is all okay. done and dusted, but we're not. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, if, if listeners would like to make any guesses. Oh, yeah, guess away. <laughs> guess away. And I, I'll make you the same deal I made with my family. If you guess right, I'll tell you. If you guess right, PJ will do you full color art. <laughs> I can say that because he's not here. Uh, and he owes us for just this. Yeah. Yeah. So, baby on Monday, no show next week. Okay. And then you what? You take two weeks off work? Two weeks off work. Just to like, you know. It doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, but like, I can't really do much. I was off work for two months and I broke my ankle. <laughs> yeah, but you couldn't do much then either. Yeah, and at the end of it imagine, all, I, I didn't have a tiny person. Imagine if Susie phoned in and was like, I can't, I gotta take care of Ron. <laughs> that's, that's basically that, what it's that's basically what's happening in that, in that instance there's a giant helpless person <laughs> that needs fed and occasionally changed uh, but you can just take your bottle of diet coke yes how did you go to the toilet with a broke did you just hobble up the stairs the toilet with a broke ankle well yeah. i mean like you know the ankle didn't figure very very heavily in the old going to the toilet yeah, you gotta get up the stairs yeah i just hobbled up the stairs like hopping on one foot. Well, for could- the first few days, it was like, you know, reverse bum sort of, you know, <laughs> just just sort of going upstairs like a child. <laughs> oh, Ralphie fell down the stairs last week. That wasn't fun. Oh, you have a lot of stairs too. Oh, yeah. He was coming down. He was. <laughs> you know what this is now? You know what this is? This is like a cry for help at the last minute. <laughs> He's like, I need attention now. Oh, I fucked up. So he was he coming down. He threw himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither of us saw what happened. Because he's at the age and he takes himself to the toilet and, you know, whatever, he's he's fine. On, we've never had any problems. We've got all the baby gates, whatever, he holds onto the banister. And he was, he's coming down the stairs and he, I was on the ground floor, so down the stairs and then it's on the tiled floor. Uh-huh. And he was coming down the stairs to me and he'd only just started coming down the stairs because I heard him. And then you just heard the big poof and then other noises and then the the sound of like on tile. I was like, oh, fuck. So I ran out, and as I ran out, he was lying back just with his looking up. I was like, oh, fuck, he's dead. That's it. Like, <laughs> head on the tiles. That's the trade we've made. That's, that, yeah, one in, one out. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, and I ran over to him, and he just looked up and started crying, and then he stopped crying after about a minute or two, and he was fine. You knew they start crying because... You're looking at them like, holy shit. And they're what like, what the fuck and happened? Like, oh, and he's God. like, I don't know. He's like, why are you upset? I guess I better be upset. Uh, but he was fine. Yeah. It doesn't, didn't, didn't seem like he'd hit his head. There's no broken bones. He wasn't sore anywhere. Any damage will show up later. Yeah. And then the next day, or was it the day before, he was helping Hannah bake and stepped off a chair and smashed his lip on the edge of the kitchen counter and just pissed blood for like a good hour like non-stop bleeding blood everywhere amazing i really so, want kids yeah they're a fucking blast <laughs> but they're just they're, but they're just super resilient like that that he cried for a good bit and was you know sore and whatever but he was back to himself after about an hour and just like bopping around and it never the next day he was what was he eating oh he wanted an apple and i said oh do you want me to cut it up for you and he's like no let's eat it like this and I didn't want to say, you smashed your face like pretty hardcore yesterday. That th- This apple is going to hurt. And he's like, no, I'll just eat it like this. And I was like, all right, you go for it. And he just bit into it one massive chunk and then started eating it. I was like, mm, see, it's fine. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be in bits for a week. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they do heal fast. 
I mean, I, I, I had multiple injuries as a child, and you know, I, I remember sort of thinking I was constantly covered in like scrapes and bruises and cuts and bruises. Yeah, and, I never had anything like serious. No yeah. breakages. No hospital trips. No, I, I literally never broke a bone until I was nearly forty. <laughs> But that, that's that's dedication to lack of activity. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you got more active? No, I, it's just my body. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just crumbling. Yeah, it's just gravity versus my body. Going, nah, these legs aren't really going to keep up with, with with the bulk that you're piling on top of them. Snapping like twigs. <laughs> so Hannah is off. Well, Hannah's off work for her. Hannah's long, been though? off work for. I think she's been off work for like a month okay. now already. And she's taken like a, she's taken a year, so she's taken the last three months. So yeah, I think you get nine or ten months, and then she's taken the last two or three, depending on how long she gets unpaid. Okay, to take it up to the year. Um, and she's you know she gets statutory maternity, which is fine. I basically we've been saving for since we found out she was pregnant to top up her wages from this from what she'll get for her statutory you just take that to the track pay. then do you or? <laughs> <laughs> daddy needs a new pair of shoes <laughs> mommy needs three extra months maternity leave <laughs> um and then yeah by that stage ralphie will be starting school so oh, really yeah yeah by the time by the time her she's going back to work it, well within i think there's like a month or two overlap but he'll be going back to school okay or going starting school yeah and you see, and if PJ was here, he would have stories with his kids, but he's not, so we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't roll over any stories from the last week or two into the next episode, PJ. No, no that's not no, how this works. That's, that's that, that would be unfair. Yeah, to everyone else. Like asking, we, we've set up this show to be a chat about children, and he's just not here to contribute. <sighs> so uh, you're not in. You can't win or lose. Yeah, and everybody's a loser. So speaking of losers. Uh, you're getting an electric bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. So yeah, so I, I got, uh, I've wanted one for ages, but I stumbled across um, a website in London or for a, com- a, a shop in London called Fully Charged. Okay, how, how do people stumble across websites? Uh, I, like, I really like these bikes, so every now and again, I'll just kind of like browse, peruse. I think me Asian boobs. <laughs> Just peruse, flick through. Yeah. Susie didn't even bat an eye at that. <laughs> she knows. Um, she has good headphones on. She, she, she doesn't know what I said. Um, and the the bikes have only ever really been available in the US, but in January they started importing them into the UK. And, you know, anyway, stumbled across this website. And they said how to pay for your for your e-bike or ways to pay or something like that. And then it said beside a cycle to work scheme. I thought, all right, okay. Okay. So ways to pay, like how much is one of these things outright? Outright, they range. So they go anywhere from about, I mean, uh, Decathlon, I think do some from like starting at about a grand. That's not too bad. No, that's not bad. But you know, I think the quality is iffy. Okay. So for the the bike you're getting? For the bike that I'm getting, it it, it works in just over two grand. Okay. Um, But they have some on the website, like there's ones in there that are six grand. Oh. Like there's there's some really, really high-end ones. And the the six grand ones range from bikes that have been just really tricked out to look like a vintage 
bike. Oh, Christ. So they have, like, the, they have... So uh, they're electric hipster bikes? Electric hipster bikes. I mean, I'm basically getting an electric hipster bike, but not as extreme as that. So they, they're, like, a really... You have a big, massive, like, bread basket at the front? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, big tires, big thick tires. Deliver though. bread up hills to mill. And like the Ho- is it Hovis? Hovis did the- I think it was Hovis, yeah. yeah. Um, but the six grand then range also extends to the super high tech, the bikes that you can lift with one hand, really light, but still somehow manages to have a massive battery pack and will do, I think, 80 miles on uh, on a single charge and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so... The, the cycle to work scheme was the first thing that I started looking into, but they have a limit of a thousand pounds and it's really meant for getting a regular push bike. And what the cycle to work scheme does is it, your employer buys you the bike. Okay. <laughs> um, and then you pay it back. Does via, he get a choice in this matter? <laughs> I mean, they, 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 I guess they can choose not to sign up, but there's incentives to, to make them do it. Oh, really? Yeah. So they buy the bike and you pay back you pay them back out of your wages and the money gets taken out of your wages before your tax and national insurance so you then don't get taxed okay on your net on, or have national insurance taken on that amount and you end up saving depending on your tax bracket around 40 percent on the cost of the bike okay so the cycle to work team has a limit of a thousand pounds for a push bike you can get an e-bike but it'd be one of the cheaper models it's not really uh suitable for that your employer because they've had that outlay and then they are paying you less every month. Yeah. They then save money on their employer's national insurance contribution. Um, and, and any tax they pay on that. And any tax yeah. that, they, that, that, that they pay on, on that sort of stuff. So they end up making a little bit of money on it as well. Um, so everyone's a winner. So everyone's a winner, yeah. And you get you, they end up with happier, healthier employees. Or the poor windscreen you end up across. <laughs> yeah, that is a... It's a, it's a definite worry. Um how long has it been since you've been on a bike regularly? Regularly? Yeah. A, a long time. I don't think I've sat on a bike in maybe 10 years. I mean, it's... I remember I had a bike when I lived in the old flat, so that would be about six or seven years ago. Okay. And I, I lived in that flat for two years, and I had that bike out once in those two years, and that's probably the last time I was on a bike. Okay. But... um. I enjoy cycling, but, and I would cycle, I, I, my commute is only four miles to work. Yeah. That is a, a cyclable distance, but at the end of that distance, I'm going to be a sweaty mess. Right. Regardless of, 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 uh, of the e-assist. Yeah. No, no, with, with, with the e-assist, I should be able to get there dry as a bone. Okay. That's what we're, that's what we're hoping. Would you do this, Susie? Would you cycle to work? Well, if you had an electric bike, that would do it for you. There's a few things that worry me. One is that it's Cars. legal, isn't it, at the moment? Or you need to have some sort of license? Yeah, we'll get, it, yeah, we'll get yeah, into that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into the There's legalities that. of it all. Yeah. No, one knows, no one knows you're on an e-bike, except if you're doing like 40 miles an hour up a hill. <laughs> well, so the, the, the situation in Northern Ireland is different from everywhere else in the UK, because of course it fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> and wh- why has it not changed? Uh, because there, we haven't had an active government for two and a half years. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> so everywhere else complied with EU laws to change the status of a, a pedal-assisted e-bike from a moped or a motor scooter to just a bike. And that means that anybody over the age of 14 can ride one without any tax or national insurance or, or not national insurance, uh, insurance or license or anything like that. Northern Ireland just didn't. So, so you need to have... The bikes themselves aren't illegal, 
technically what you need in order to ride them on roads is it needs to be taxed. You need to have insurance and you need to have a motorcycle helmet, full, full motorcycle helmet in order to drive it. You're going to look like a right pranny. So this is ridiculous. Yeah. And everybody knows it's ridiculous. And there was legislation put in place to do all the relevant, to, to, to have all this thrown away and have it just be like everywhere else in the UK and the rest of Europe. And then Stormont collapsed. So it's still just sitting there in somebody's inbox waiting to, to be put into law. Yeah. So there's been a lot of confusion. Halfords and various other bike manufacturers here stopped selling them because they said they couldn't. It, it was too confusing. Decathlon and stuff have started selling them again now because the police have released a number. If you, People have written to them and then posted their police response letters online. And the, basically the letters say, look, we can't tell our officers to ignore the law. The law is the law. But officers can use their own judgment and... If you're not doing anything to bring yourself to our attention, riding the e-bike is not enough for us to... to yeah, and also, like, they've got better things to do. They've got better things to do. So unless you're, like, tearing it up 30 mile an hour on a footpath and, like, terrorizing grannies or something, I think if you stick to the the regular UK-EU law, I don't think there's a, there, there is going to be a problem. I mean, I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's arriving tomorrow, so... We'll see. Is this the sort of thing you have to assemble yourself? There's a fair amount of assembly required. Yeah, I've watched a couple of YouTube videos. Like how much yeah. assembly is, is like is, the, is the, the main chassis the, all in one piece? The chassis and the back wheel and the motor. I guess are it's all, the frame, isn't it? The frame. It's the frame. Yeah. So all of that is in one piece. What you've got to do is the front forks, the front brakes, and the front wheel. Ah, okay. So it's, there's not that much, but there's it's still a reasonable amount of. Yeah, you see, whenever whenever I owned a bike, as soon as anything went wrong with like anything on it, I'm yeah. like, well, that's that bike. That's that, that's that bike done there. <laughs> I guess I need a new bike. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what I did find whenever I was I was looking in is uh, a scheme called the Green Commute Initiative, which is basically the cycle to work scheme, but specifically for e bikes. Okay. And they have no thousand pound limit, and you can get a bike up to I think it's six or eight grand. Providing your employer is willing to shell out that money and then have you pay it back to them. Okay. Um, and you save again anywhere. I think it's thirty-seven to forty-seven percent on the value of the on the cost of the bike, depending on your tax bracket. It's a bit backwards though because the people who save more are the people who are on the ti- the higher. Uh, if you don't really pay tax, tax bracket, anyway, yeah. So you like if. Yeah. So and the people who are in the higher tax bracket are making more money. Mm-hmm. So like for I worked it out on the calculator. If I was earning fifty grand, I'd get the bike for a lot less than what I'm getting the bike for. So it's it's it seems like oh, it's definitely set up to benefit the right people. Then <laughs> yeah, it seems a bit odd. Um, but the Green Community Initiative, I was blown away by how efficient it was. You fill out an application, speak to your boss first, and say, "Look, I want to do this. Are you?" Are you in? Do you, are you okay with this? Uh, they say yay or nay. And then you just literally fill out a form. You price up all your gear. Um, they that they convert that into a pro forma invoice and you give it to your boss. Your boss pays them. And then they send a voucher to the the cycle store that you've chosen to, to get all the stuff from. And within a day... All of that had been done. The store that I was buying the stuff from had 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 the money in their bank account. Okay, um, and th- it was just left to us to finalise the the shipping and and all that sort of stuff. It was 
ridiculously painless. And does that get sent to your home then? Or yeah, it gets straight. Yeah, it gets sent straight to my home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's arriving tomorrow. So have you ever been on one of these? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So, so I mean, like, I've I've only seen very little about e assist e assisted bikes. Yeah. Like, how do you? I mean, do you just plug it inside your nice dad at night. Like, what, what do you do? Like, USB plug. There is. It, so it comes with a big power brick. The okay. one that I have has a removable battery, so the it's it's kind of on the f- in between, basically in between your seat and the handlebars on along the 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 middle, uh, the middle chassis bar. So you could hit your knob on it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that that comes off, plugs in, and charges up at night. Right. You'll get twenty to thirty miles on a charge, well, depending. Well, well, on, but you can get way more than thirty miles. But that this is twenty to thirty miles using like the highest. Mm pedal assist okay um because i'd want that yeah (laughs) so the the pedal assist works i think there's three modes um eco something on sport and uh, depending on which one you've got a set on is how much help the bike will give you depending on how you're pedaling and does the bike do this intelligently or uh depending again on the there are bikes that Will have that have sensors in the pedals and in the gears that can tell how much, um, uh, how much not just the fact that the wheels are going round, but how hard you're pushing the wheels round. So if you're on a hill or anything like that, or what kind of what what gear you're in, and they can uh, intelligently assist you in that way. But you get up into the price range, into the higher price range. This one just basically says if you're pedaling, I'll help you until this point. And that point gets higher and higher in the um depending on which mode you go through. It's not this the one that I'm getting isn't super intelligent in that way. It's just you're pedaling, I'll help you. You're pedaling, I'll help you a bit more. Okay. Um, so you any further attempted? I mean, I definitely I think the idea of helping up the hill. Like I, yeah, like I that's, think the thing that puts me off like obviously I can't cycle, but like the idea of cycling. You said, obviously work. you can't cycle. I I, I, I have seen you, your two limbs. <laughs> but um the idea of like cycling to work, for me like going going to work is fine. It's all downhill. It's uh, coming oh, yeah. back from work. Yeah. It's all uphill and that the hill, I see people cycling and the hill from the bottom of my street to get to where I live mm. is seems to be pretty brutal it's only about like a third of a mile long but there's a lot of times when i'm driving home and there's cyclists who are in like on proper bikes in proper lycra with all of that stuff and they're walking they're just walking (laughs) beside the bike going oh fuck (laughs) this um so i'm looking forward to just being able to have the pedal assist take me up the take me up the hill and uh, like i think it's just even if i can get half my weekly commutes mm. done on the bike. Like, I think that'll be massive for me, both physically and... But hang on, like, like how much how much benefit are you expecting to get from this? I mean, it's not mo- it's not fully automated. It's not like a motorbike. You okay. still have to pedal. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm also not expecting it to start shedding pounds off me, but okay. I expect it to at least help in some regards um, into my, in my general fitness also, and well-being like, if you start using it and you're getting fitter you can start lowering, yeah, I can just lower lowering the, the yeah, power lower you'll the, be getting more miles from your body yeah. and okay um depending and on how you feel. yeah and the like also if i i worked out if i if i go two days a week it saves me 25 pounds a month in parking mm. like that's yeah. you know oh yeah okay there's all those little 
little benefits. Um, so plus, it just seems like it'd be really nice. All your vehicles will be electric. All my vehicles will be electric. Yeah. Plus, on top of all this, I'm sure you haven't thought of this. You could join in with the sort of Twitter cycling drama. Ooh, is know, there like, drama? There's. There always seems to be. Like, I don't Ooh. cycle, but like, I'm always checking in to find I'm always, out. I'm always like, interested in like, drama. Like, who are they fighting now? And like, usually taxis. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> is this because like yeah, like mm. the cycle lane thing just seems to be. They're always they the people parking in cycle lanes mm-hmm. and you know yeah. all that kind of stuff. And to be honest, I think they're probably justifiably. I, I did a I annoyed. did a, a solo podcast about this once. Oh really? About just about um, whenever I, I what do you I, mean a solo? Just just you? Oh, years ago, yeah. Sort of between between um, the old sunny side, right? This, I did a one episode show called Ron's Talk Show. Oh, I, re- I vaguely remember that. Did you have people on? Yeah, people on. Yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember this. And um, I had them all talking about cycling. Okay, because one of, one of the guys who was on my friend Chris had just broken his arm after like I think it, Chris McCrory. Chris McCrory, yeah, yeah. He had like had somebody opened a door on him while he was cycling, and Ooh. he'd broken his arm. And then I had a couple other cyclists on. I had a guy from the SDLP on. Okay, and uh, we just had a chat about. It. I, I think I think the show is still on SoundCloud. I'll link to it. Okay, I think most of the stuff in it is still relevant. Yeah, it's, it probably is because you including know how ridiculously expensive it is to actually do the the cycling infrastructure. To, to like st- in order to put cycle lanes and that sort yeah, of stuff. I think in. I asked uh, the the guy who was on from um, from the SELP was Colin McDevitt. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think I asked him at the time, like, how much, like, what would five grand get you in terms of like you know cycling infrastructure? I think he said it was like maybe two green boxes. You know, the green boxes on oh, the yeah. at the end of at the traffic where lights. the traffic lights are. And I was like, just two green boxes. Yeah, I was like, yeah. It's like it's really it's expensive, expensive. All this stuff. Like it's it's funny. Watching the stuff on Twitter about the um, Royal Avenue Castle Place mm, yeah. Park is that what that was called Castle Place Park the, the City Center yeah the so, City Center so, yeah. so for anyone who doesn't know last year we had a massive fire at the bank building in Belfast which was a it wasn't me <laughs> which is where which was a pre mark but also the building itself was like a I think a Grade Two listed building it had been there for yeah, a very really very long time it, yeah. it was a very beautiful building uh, and, and some, you could get fifty pinnickers in it. <laughs> So, but the building was, I think, four or five stories tall, um, and just the structural integrity went. So they had to put a big cordon around it, and it was quite a busy junction. I think it was like a five-point junction for buses and cars to go in all sorts of directions. Um, so they had to put this big cordon up until they got the building um, structurally sound again. And in the meantime, they just turned all the roads into play parks. Yeah, they pedestrianized all these sort of. Like formerly quite busy, yeah, um, roadways and quite w- wide roadways as well. Yeah. Roadways that are built for like two double decker buses plus a cycle. It like there's a you know a lot of real estate there, and they they built there's like a kids play area and a grassy area with like seats and uh, tables for to sit down and have your lunch at, and mm. uh, and then they announced yesterday that the the building is now secure and they're going to be taking the cordon down. And everybody lost their fucking minds. <laughs> but then today it was all gone. Right. Like they started this morning. They really? started taking. Yeah. Wow. Like they started taking the stuff down this morning. <laughs> I, I could do this every show, but this is just enjoyable to me to do it like this now. And it's also enjoyable to do it when PJ's not here because he's wanted this for quite some time. Well, yeah. But then PJ would just say, play music. Yeah. 
and then we just become somebody's radio. Or that's basically what PJ says to Alexa. Yes, play music. Um, but yet they started removing all of this stuff today. Um, I don't know if it's all gone now, but there was people there this morning lifting the AstroTurf and getting it all. So there's a um, a petition online at the minute, which I think has just hit 1,500 signatures since last night about telling tell, to tell the council no we just don't want just keep it pedestrianized just keep it pedestrianized everybody has gotten used to it I mean when was the bank fire September last year it's about that yeah. yeah yeah so it's been what nine months but maybe a bit less so any of the uh, the bus routes they've all changed and adapted everybody has adapted their commuting habits of how they get to their work and you know how, how they get to the shops that they want to go to or whatever there's no need to put it back there's no need to have buses and i've seen people online saying what's it gonna it's gonna take for somebody to get killed on royal avenue before they'll pedestrianize it and the sad thing is that's happened a lot yeah people get hit by buses on royal avenue i'd say once a year probably pr- 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 killed once every couple of years hit probably a lot more than that yeah yeah, no, I, I don't see the point in, in removing the pedestrianisation. It seems to have made it, se- it seems to have made a once sort of like no go space, a very a very friendly space for yeah, everyone to be in. Yeah, so. and it's you know waiting to cross that road is something that you whenever you're shopping in Belfast, it's just a pain yeah. because there's so many tra- sets of traffic lights and traffic coming from all directions. You're never really quite sure. I mean. Obviously, you can wait for the green man, but who wants to wait for it? Like, nobody has time for that. They've got <laughs> Primark and Zara to get to. Um, so they're just, they just always feel a lot more dangerous than they need to be. Um, so I don't, think, I don't think they need any of them. Are we going to have to pay Queen? I don't think Queen need the money. Yeah, but they also seem like the types that'll come after us for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, just to make a point. If we end up on the radar, yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pay Brian May whatever it is he wants. A haircut. <laughs> Why does he have that hair still? Is it, do you think it's just obstinate at this point? I mean, it's, he's it trying might be to one prove of those, that he like, can. Yeah, but it might be one of those like if he if he gets rid, like people who are, and I know from experience, people who are have a, maybe a receding hairline or is starting to get a bit thin on top. Some people just fully, as soon as it starts to go, they go fully skinheads. Yeah, but then when they try to grow it back again, it's it's not like. It's worse. So you think? So you think? Like I think. I think if you look at it closely, it's a bit Trump esque. I think. I think there's a lot of scaffolding underneath those curls. <laughs> just kind of keeping lot of, that all a lot of back combing. Going yeah, on. just keeping that all in place. But I don't know anybody like. I mean, he could cut his hair, and he'd be a perfectly respectable looking I gentleman. Can't, I can't think of anyone who hasn't changed their hair for that length of time. Even fa- even famous, maybe Rod Stewart. Yeah, but. I don't know. I still feel like Rod. Rod was spikier back in the day. I haven't yeah. Seen, no, to be honest, I haven't seen Rod Stewart in a while. I suspect he's probably wearing a wig by now. Yeah, it could be. But Brian May is defiantly. That's his hair. Yeah. And he wants you to know that it's his hair. <laughs> and he, he he seems to be. What if it? Like what if it isn't? Like, what if he? Did, what if he did a Bob Ross? He looks like some sort of Victorian female ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's his brand. That's the thing. That's We've talked about this before. When Bob Ross got cancer, he wore a big Afro wig because that was part of his look. That was part of his 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 brand, which I always find really sad. Um, Brian May's brand is standing to you know the left of Freddie Mercury, <laughs> right? And if you can't do that, 
He's just going to have to have the hair. If he can't do that, he's going to damn well have the hair that he did when he was standing to the left of Freddie Mercury. I mean, is he just worried he won't be recognised? Like, if he, if, he had, if he had normal hair... I don't, I'm not sure that like, I recognise... I would... Re- if that's you, that if nice you, man, Brian, who came into the If you showed me a police lineup of five people with Brian May-esque hair, I'm not sure I could pick out the Brian May. <laughs> the Brian Maybe? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't... Like, I don't... I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. I don't really get Queen, to be honest. No, I mean, I was big into Queen when I was young. Like, really big into Queen. I mean, I like the singles and all, but I mean, beyond... No, I had all the albums. Like, my one of my favorite albums to listen to when I was about... Uh, I'd say about nine or ten was Made in Heaven. Okay. Like, the the Queen album that nobody listens oh, to. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, like, Sheer Heart Attack no. or uh, you know, Queen 2 or something no. like that. But no, you went for like you know. no. I had all the I had all the other ones. Yeah, what yeah. like made in heaven? Freddie on his last leg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was all about made in heaven. <laughs> I don't, and I don't know why. I do not know why. Well, it's clearly spoke to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I got what he was saying. What were some of the big hits of Made in Heaven? Um, this could be heaven. Okay. Uh, all right, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um. Oh fuck. How can I not remember any track? I can I can sing them in my head, but I'm not going to fucking sing well, them here. Let's, 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 um, let's get there quicker. This is obviously since Living Pod. Yeah, anyone? But uh, we can. I um, say we. You I was cut this I was born to love you. I was born to love you. That's okay. if you name them, I'll, they'll they'll uh, they'll pop. heaven for everyone. This could he's, be heaven for everyone. He, yeah, he's he's on a real heaven vibe here. Yeah. He, basically, he's like, look, lads, I'm checking out soon. <laughs> and also, I just want to like. Thematically, this is going to be very heaven. Yeah. Because he w- wants to make sure that God lets him in. Cause he, he... Not the God I was raised to. Yeah, I know. That's a... Maybe, you know, this is like promising to build a church for something. I mean, this sounds okay. There's a lot. I Look. It's very what dramatic. Are the, what, are the other, what are some of the other songs on there? It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. I feel good. I feel right. Yeah, that's a good track. Let me live. Let me, oh, uh, let me live. I can't remember that one. I mean, he's, he's again. He's he's. My life has been saved. Yeah, the, he's he's not really batting around the bush in this one. No, know? it's like I'm 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 dying. That's. I mean, well, how how oh, could that? How could too much love will kill too you? Too much love will kill you. That's a great track. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, it's a nice metaphor for you know for. But, but on the other hand, he's like saying, "I've got AIDS." Yeah, but like it's the same. But like, if you're a musician and th- th- you know this is your art, this is how you express your art. What else are you going to have on your mind as you're approaching the end Royalties. of your life, Roy? <laughs> but what as you're approaching the end of your life, does any of that matter? Probably not. No legacy. Yeah, I mean, I just I mean, my dad was big in the Queen when I was younger, so so you had uh, to go hard opposite. Well. I was just, I was just never really into very much that was dad rock. Yeah. Apart from the Beatles. See, I never liked the Beatles. Uh, it's not. No, that's not true. It's not that I don't like the Beatles. I sometimes when I hear songs of the Beatles, I think, oh yeah, that's that. But I would never ever put on the Beatles if I wanted to listen to something. I'm not even going to chance the Beatles. I think Ringo Starr would be over here with the drumstick. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Ready to take everything um, out. Yeah, like. Uh, I don't dis- I don't dislike them, and I understand. I can hear what people like in them, but if I was going to put music on, I would never even consider the Beatles. Really? Yeah. 
I don't know what it. I I don't know what it is. I've taken a real shine recently to the Rolling Stones. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I like the Rolling and Stones. And that's a weird one for me because, like, again, my dad liked the Rolling Stones, but he liked all, in my mind, the rubbish Rolling Stones stuff. Yeah. Like, he liked things like brown sugar. Like, anything that you could dance to at a wedding. <laughs> Whereas the stuff that I like is the, is the really sort of, like, dirty blues stuff. Yeah. But... My, da- my dad used to listen to, like, Dire Straits and... Who sang? I have a. There's a Christmas song that I fucking love. Who sang the, "A Spaceman Came Traveling"? <laughs> Christopher. Yeah, Christopher. Uh, but my mum used to listen to nothing when we were in the car. My mum used to listen to nothing but Bette Midler and songs from uh, from uh, what do you call them shows? Andrew Lloyd Webber shows. Oh God! So Bette, Mid- Bette Midler, a lot of Bette Midler, and uh, so mum listened to the Rose a lot. Was she? The Rose, yeah. Wind beneath your wings. Uh, Miss Saigon. Phantom of the Opera. Uh, what else? Yeah, anything along those sorts of lines. I'll just enjoy a bit, a bit more Rolling Stones. This isn't dirty blue stuff. This oh, right, is okay. A, a bit of uh, Wild Horses. That's a good track. That's a great track. Yeah, that's a very good track. It's not quite the Susan Boyle version, but... I know, but to be fair, I was going to say it's not quite the Bush version. Oh, okay. Um, Bush do a very good version of this. I honestly don't know what the legality is of me playing tracks in the back of this. <laughs> Look, if you know and you're listening, and well, you know, and just keep your mouth shut. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's what it comes down to. If you think this, is, I shouldn't be doing this. I mean, really I think maybe like I think there is some like certain amount of fair use. Yeah, but but I mean, I think it's I think it's usually eighteen seconds, and it's for like review purposes. Yeah, well, we are we're we're kind of reviewing we're this. Kind of reviewing. I mean, this is awesome. Hey, check it out. Jacket never um, sounded so good. Yeah, and I think it's, it's, the only reason, the only way that they can get you is, I think, if they can, do they, I don't know, run these through some sort of audio thing, and if they pick out the music like yeah, the way YouTube I think, do. I think, I think if we're talking over the top of it, if it's I be if fine. I if I was playing this like a radio show and I was saying like, you know, yeah, here's, here's the Rolling Stones, here's Angie by the Rolling Stones, or here's Wild Horses, then yeah, they yeah. could they could they could totally hammer me for it. But a bit of background music, I don't yeah, see that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a problem. I mean, it's probably a massive <laughs> problem, but. I don't think they'll be able... I don't think... what well, It's a, probably a problem, but I don't think they'll be able to get us for it. No. Not with our numbers. It's like the e-bike thing all over again. If they can totally come for the royalties of my number, yeah. I've probably got the change in my if pocket. If you're not acting a dick about it, we'll let you away with it. Um, Show us your listener figures. I'm like, I'm like, I can do it with all these hands. <laughs> um, so when I went, I, I went to pick up some uh, some bike stuff for the bike coming I needed a pump and, and like, a lock. tools and lock and all that kind of stuff but a really expensive lock it's really nice we'll get into that we'll get into that so we went to the Cathlon stay tuned folks <laughs> it's just you look quite pleased at an expensive lock it looks like something that you'd be interested in well for a second I thought you were going to say it was like you know one of those like fingerprint type locks oh no no nothing like nothing that fancy mostly, mostly just the type of lock that you can't get off with brute force you say that yeah I know well that's the thing there's th- no lock is impervious you say that and then some spy comes around with like you know an angle grinder yeah that's the thing yeah. if they're gonna if they're gonna take if they want your bike they're gonna take your bike what you have to try and do is make it as inconvenient as possible for them to take your bike okay uh, that's really what you're trying to do because they'll all come off with an angle grinder all of them yeah there's nothing that's gonna survive that so you just have to make it as difficult as you can I've often thought about getting like a one of those like Makita battery part angle grinders and then just parking wherever I want <laughs> Just free I mean, parking everywhere. I, d- I did get 
Cause, well, sometimes you're just going to get tickets. Yeah, but if you park anywhere where it says you'll be clumped. Oh, you'll be clumped, yeah. There's like, I'll yeah. just have your clump too. Yeah. There was a thing, um, I got clumped once outside my friend's apartment. And I've never been clumped. You've never been clumped? I've been clumped a bunch. So, but the thing was, whenever I looked at it, they hadn't secured it around the wheel arch, around the, the axle properly. Okay. They basically just set the clamp against my wheel. <laughs> and But part of me was like, I, I, could, I mean, I could just drive away, and then I thought, and they probably have pictures of my car, and what's the legality of that? Most of the clamping people that I know are all run by hoods, so I don't really want to... I wanna... think they're called clampets. <laughs> but whenever they, they tried to introduce clamping in, I think it was France... They tried to, for, for various... Uh, French wouldn't go places. for that. No, the French did not stand for that. They sent around pamphlets that just said, if you see a clamp anywhere, or even on your car, put super glue in the locks. And okay. Ju- and just fuck them. You so, just say belly clamp. Yeah. So they just put super glue in all the locks, and it cost them so much money to cut all the, the clamps off, because then they're useless, that they just were like, all right, fine, park wherever the fuck you want. You see, that's why you want to be part of Europe. <laughs> Attitudes like that. That sort of can-do attitude that the French bring to think. Well, I mean, not world wars, but yeah. <laughs> clamps, definitely. So I went to I went to decathlon. I took Ralphie with me. Um, he's never really had much interest in a bike. He's got a scooter, but, you know, that, that was really about it. But he just fell in love with this bike in decathlon and just rode up and down on the... Know, and stairs seem to be a challenge to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He rode up and down. And then when we time to go, he's like, oh, I don't want to go. And then all he talked about for a couple of days was, could I get a bike? And when could I get a bike? And could I ask Santa for a bike? And when would Santa bring me a bike if I asked? And if I and I was like, oh, my God, okay. So we figured, right, what we'll do is we'll make a behavior chart. Because I'm not waiting all the way to fucking Christmas with him constantly. Check out Chairman Mao here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if you're you good, you get rewarded. <laughs> You're a good citizen, you get rewarded. So we made him a, a behavior chart and we've started filling it in. And then on, I think Monday or Tuesday, whenever I got the confirmation of the delivery of my bike was going to be this week, I suddenly went, fuck, I'm going to have a brand new bike <laughs> arri- arriving at the house. Where's daddy's behavior <laughs> chart? <laughs> well... Did you concoct one and give yourself all stars? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, by the way, Ralphie. Uh, Mummy's been keeping this one. So I'm just kind of have. I'm just gonna hope that he, that he doesn't remember that it hasn't been stuck to the fridge for the last month or two. He doesn't have a lot of you know, persistent memories of that no. age. He said that's been there for years, Ralphie. So tonight, tomorrow, I'll just put the the final ticks. On my behavior chart. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, as if by magic, a bike's going to appear. So hopefully that will spur him on to continue with the good behavior. And then he can get a bike and we can go out together. And it won't scar him. I, I can't believe you've done that. That's, 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 that's prime child manipulation. I mean, what I mean, what would you? I, okay. thought, this, I thought this was going to be a heartwarming story about how you realised that what you wanted to have was your child riding by your side. I mean, I definitely do. I definitely want to get one of those little things that you hitch onto the back, and like he. Well, so he sits in a pod. No, no, no. Well, there are those as well, which I quite like. But the, the ones where it's just basically there's a bike on the back of your bike, except it doesn't have a front wheel, and it's like clumped on. So they have handlebars and they have their own little pedals and a back wheel, and 
some stabilizers and stuff, and he, he gets all the enjoyment of having of being on a bike without getting all sweaty and out of breath. Okay. Um. But no, I mean, what would you rather? What would you rather? Would you rather that you are going through this behavioral chart? Work, you're doing all this work to, on your behavior chart for me just to get a bike for doing nothing? Or would you rather be lied to and have me tell you that I've been doing a behavior chart this whole time and this is my reward? Well, I mean, in this situation, he doesn't know he's been lied to. Yeah, I know. But so like, he, he trusts his father implicitly. Yeah. So, yeah, so when I tell is, him that I... He has faith in you. So when I tell him that I've been behaving for a couple of months, which I have... He just t- he takes me at my word. He's like, "Oh, right, so that's how I get a bike then." Yeah, so you you continue to behave and you get a bike. That's that's the way the world works. Did your dad manipulate you a lot this way? Um, or would you know, like you know, whenever you're younger, like you don't know what well, we, he played like, on you. We were the only kids that I knew that did like chores. Like in order to get our pocket money every week, like we had a list of like housework things to do on the on. On the, on the fridge we used to have that and then it rapidly descended into look just don't do these things <laughs> oh don't do these things just don't do this stuff and you can get some money alright oh, okay like, no. it was like don't break things don't run around the house don't so cry we were what the Americans would call latchkey kids okay so whenever we would leave school prim- primary school this, I, I think I don't know if we talked about this or not so 3 o'clock me at P5 and my sister at P3 three o'clock would leave work my mom would drive us home and then she'd go back to work until half five or six and it'd be me and my sister alone in the house from yeah. three until or from half three until half five or whatever um and in between that time we would have <coughs> one of us would have to do the dishes and the other one would have to do the hoovering and that's what we did and we did that monday to friday and if we did that monday to friday then at the weekend we got our pocket money and if we didn't we got diminishing amounts of pocket okay. money um but we were the, I was the only kid that I knew whenever I was growing up that had to do anything to get pocket money. All the rest of them just either got it or they didn't. No, we we got like I mean a real bare minimum of like here's enough to go to the shop and buy some sweets. Yeah, like it wasn't you know we weren't like living large, but and that persisted until pretty much I was old enough to like earn a wage. Yeah, well, I st- I started working when I was four, 13, 14 I got I got a job washing well, boats. That's a damn bit. <laughs> oh yeah, we remember we remember Scott. Uh, what, Scott working on a boat and uh, lying on the boat. Oh yeah, lying sunbathing on the boat. Yeah, Because yeah. you just go down once you clean the boat, you're like, oh, I'm just going to hang out. I'm on a boat. I'm on a really nice boat. I'm just going to hang out for a bit. Yeah, I just didn't want a job when I was younger. Like, I, I, didn't. I, I wanted money. See, I, I didn't particularly want a job, but I definitely wanted money. I, I wanted money more than I didn't want the job. Yeah, I got things without getting the job, so I didn't see the point in having the job. So you manipulated? <laughs> well, I just I, we got things. For Christmas, and yeah. for birthdays and all, and I didn't see where a job would factor into that. But like, yeah, until I was told, I don't that know, it definitely would factor into. Cause it, so. Yeah, because if I had said to my parent, once you get to like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, at that age, like pocket money isn't really or wasn't really a thing. It was more like, mum, can I have some money to go to the cinema? And you'd get money to go to the cinema. You weren't getting like pocket money every week. But by the time I get to that sort of age, I just got, I just felt like. No, I, I, this is just easier if I earn it myself. This is just more straightforward rather than having to ask my parents every every weekend. And I'm sure I still ask them, but I just I just decided to earn some money. Yeah, I mean, the problem with me having a job would have been I would have had to get to the job. Yeah, which would have meant somebody would have had to drive me to the job, which would have meant you know there would have been I would have sucked all the fun out of it for my parents. <laughs> 
if they had to like take me somewhere yeah on a regular schedule um well let's see what can we talk about before we wind up do you have a pick of the week do i have a pick of the week the green commute initiative oh, <laughs> okay well that seems like cheating that's oh. <laughs> Well, it's the best thing that I use. Okay, my pick of the week. My pick of the week is a Super 73. That's the bike that I'm getting. Okay. Who, makes, who makes that? Uh, Lithium Cycles. Okay. They're thanks. a California-based uh, company. They blew up on Kickstarter about two and a half years ago. That's a bad thing for an electric bike. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they are the bikes that... Um, uh, Will Smith and Post Malone and Casey Neistat. That's a wide range of right. characters. Yeah, there. there's a lot of there's a lot of people. There's like two people there that I would trust and one <laughs> that I wouldn't trust to do to tell me what a bike was. Uh, Sway Lee, would you trust Sway Lee? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know he hangs out with Post Malone. And he goes beep 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 beep. Um, but beyond that, I couldn't tell you if Sway Lee was like yeah. you know gamefully employed or yeah. what he does for a living. That's yeah. So that's my that's my pick week. I'm super excited to get it tomorrow. I'm super seventy three excited. Okay. Well, if you've got a couple of grand spare, that's what you want to do. Do you even you don't even need the grand all at once? If you've got if you've got an employer who's willing to buy you a bike and have you pay them back, it seems like such an odd thing to say to an employer. Here, buy me a bike. What for? Just <laughs> buy me a bike, daddy. <laughs> Get a job and get your own bike. I have a job. You employ me. <laughs> Buy me a bike. What about you, Susie? You've been fairly quiet during the show, but do you have any picks of the week? No. Is the new BTS album any good? No. Is it not? Not as good. I had a really weird dream about BTS last night. What? Can't be as weird as my Paul Rudd's my friend dream that I had the other night. All right, well, let's get into that in a second. <laughs> I, so last night, I dreamt that BTS released a new song. And the song, the song was Korean Itsy Bitsy Spider. That's what it sounded like. That's okay. not what the words were, mm-hmm. but that's what it sounded like. Okay. So I went, and because I, in my head I could hear Itsy Bitsy Spider, that's what it sounded like. I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. So I went and grabbed one of the cast members from Saturday Night Live and was like, I have an idea for a sketch. This song sounds like Itsy Bitsy Spider, and it and it was uh, it was Cecily Strong from Saturday Night Live, and she said, "Yes, it does. That's a great idea." Then she shit my pants. <laughs> she shit your pants. She shit my pants. Somehow she shit, and I got covered in shit. You can't do this when your wife's just about to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go and clean that up. Oh, this is Halsey. This is Boy with Love. Yes. Oh, yeah. See, I know BTS. God, this is amazing. But are you a real fan? No. No. Okay. No. I was gonna be like, name them. Do it in order. Oh, oh wait. Or oh, there's an order. Yes. Oh, age oh, order. Don't test me again. No. All right. So I can I can name some. Okay. But like it. Young Gi. <laughs> yeah. Close enough. Mm-hmm. An old Gi. Yes. Is it Young Gi? Young Yeah. Young Gi. Um. June. Yes. So, well, yes. J J O O N. I mean that that's, that's Nam June. Nam June. Nam June. Yeah, oh, yeah. Alright, okay. Well but, they said they call him June. Yeah, call him June. Yeah, yeah. They call yeah. him June. So, yeah. so you're you're actually like really close with him now? Like you're not even first name basis. You're no, like, no, is he worldwide like, handsome? No, no. That's Jin. J- oh, Sorry, Jin. Uh, yeah. Jin. I know. Okay. Oh, 
Jen's I love my how you just Jen's, like, oh, Jen's, Jen's my favorite. Jen's your oh okay really? okay okay. Well, uh, they wait only, they wait only, wait the way you went really? Huh? <laughs> they, uh, the only because the only time that I've uh, that I've seen them like apart from when they were on Saturday any promos for Saturday Night Live like talking mm. was on Graham Norton yeah. and okay. he introduced himself by saying I'm Jen I am worldwide handsome <laughs> and that like that I was like that is some BDE. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, and, and, yeah. I want there's background in that too. And, <laughs> that's true. And, and like the fact that even just using worldwide as an as an as an adjective, my, yeah, yes, yeah, just to describe, I am worldwide. He's handsome. been known to like put up like Instagram pictures of his bedroom and have just hidden in the background like large size condoms. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why he's my favorite. Okay, so uh, there's Namjoon. Yungi, Jin, um, I, uh, okay, this I might struggle with any more. Uh, no dancers yet. Um, Nam, no, Nam. No, you've already got now. Oh, I've already got now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that might be like. There's a girl that I work with who is she's hard. like obs heart. She's in South Korea right now. Wow. Um, Why? They're not there. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I think she went to a show. Did she? But they're in America right now. Trust me, I'm pretty much tracking them 24-7. Were they not? Like last week, were they last not? Last week, they were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, they're Yeah, so okay. I'm I'm like 90% certain, because I follow her on Instagram, I'm 90% certain that she was at wow. a, a, a BTS concert in South Korea that like within the last two weeks. Can we touch her? <laughs> I mean, I could ask her if she wants to come on and talk about BTS. Oh my! Yeah, um, I mean, like, I wouldn't interest your listeners at all. But I don't know. Like, I, I like, it. like, like, if I, there are listeners, they're already into some weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had. She has a uh, a Twitter thing, and basically, she just she tweets a lot about films yeah. and K-pop. But she had um, an actor follow her on Twitter. I'm not going to, I'm going to okay. name any names, yeah. but an actor follower on Twitter. Um, and we all, we all assumed, okay, it's because of your profile pic. Like he's obviously yeah. followed yes. and you're, you know, local and whatever. Um, and then she tweeted so much about K-pop that he unfollowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really like the positivity mm. and the, like the believe in yourself the po- but not even yeah. the positivity from them the positivity from the fans mm. like I never see them uh, from her feed and from a couple of other people I know retweeting stuff into my various Instagram and Twitter feeds it's always positive stuff like they're never shitting on anybody and they're never like I mean, it just like, always seems to be very good nature like any Extremely. fandom though there are there are crazies yeah, I mean, but like that's true of everything. Like, yeah, like any. It just seems, like, by like, and large, yeah. like it seems to be a very positive yeah. thing. And I like whenever I like seeing whenever anybody's that into something mm. because it, I just think it's like it, everybody's really cynical now, and everybody wants to like shit all over. Like when you go on the internet, people want to shit all over everything, and they want to hate on films and hate on TV shows. And it, I just find it really nice to see someone or any like the the people who are into it just being like I really like this and this is like all of the stuff that I enjoy about it yeah, yeah no that's one of the reasons why I like them too yeah no, I, I I like what's the other song that I like Fire 
Fire. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm playing Fake Love right now. So. Oh, yeah, well. Fake Love, that's the other single from the new album? Oh, no, Fake Love's from, what, two albums back then? Oh, all right, okay. They, they put out albums so fast. Yeah, apparently there's a narrative. Oh, yes. And it involves time travel. Well... I know that. Yes, I mean... Gin is, album. gin is dead. <laughs> I'm saying gin is dead. Every <laughs> album you say the concept, gin is dead. What? So some people believe that instead of time travel, gin is more like a time traveling ghost. Anyway, it it gets really really complicated. Yeah, I, I did. I did ask Kate to explain the time yeah. travel thing to me, and she said that she couldn't. I I don't really. Well, how, how do they? They don't know it themselves. How right? How do they get these concepts across then? How if they're if they're not. How did that? They have short films as well as the music videos, right? And I guess if you if you watch them all in the right order, it kind of starts to make sense. Okay. And I guess there is an ongoing. So how long is it, how long is it going to take me to watch all these in order? Probably, probably what you do is do is there's there's tons of these like YouTube videos where they'll like summarize them. Okay. Kind of like you know. Because again, miss. the idea of all of this all appeals to me. Yeah. Concept albums about time travel. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm into that. Yeah. But. It's, it, I, I suppose it's. You seems can, like a lot of work. You can choose how, how, how deep, how deep you, deep you want to go into what it. If I, what if I. And like, eventually you'll get like, in too deep and you'll be believing yeah. conspiracy theories, you know, and yeah. There's conspiracy, <laughs> there's BTS conspiracy yeah, theories. What like, if I, what like if I. There's one that like. I kind of jokingly believe, which is that Yungi actually secretly speaks English. I believe that one too. <laughs> and that he's just pretending he doesn't understand, so he doesn't okay. have to do any work translating. What was um, the big giveaway this week? That he posted that he was going to see Avengers in LA. And I was like, how is he going to see Avengers in English? Because he secretly, because he secretly speaks, speaks English. You know, never mind the fact that LA has Koreatown. No, stop trying to ruin yeah, my there's, conspiracy there's, with your times. Like, I think whenever they were on Ellen, wasn't it? Whenever like um, Nam June's always the one who translates for the yeah. band. And there was one time she asked a question, and he just answered without the translation. And everyone's like, "That's giving it away." He speaks English, you know, like these sort of. <laughs> but what if uh, I'm scared now? Because what if I what if I start going down this rabbit hole and then yeah. I get in deep, too too deep. Mm. What no. if it just? What if? What if? What, what are they called? BTSers? Uh, army. army. Army, yeah. What if I just end up joining the army? <laughs> when do, actually, when do they have to join the army? Very, very soon. Jin's, Jin's going to join soon. Jin is almost 30. As far as Like, I think... Yeah, he's, think, aging, he's aging out of, of, of being uh, able to sort of avoid this. Yeah. Because so it used to be to. that you could you could kind of avoid it to like, like 35, I think. And I yeah. think that they've changed the rules to... To, you can't delay it. Yeah. Like once they call you up. So. I think Kate said to me that she was hoping that they would just take a look at them and be like, well, they're doing way more for South Korea than being True. in the army. They, they are a huge part of the tourism. Yeah. Like they, I think like a billion dollars or whatever it is towards the economy. Like, I can't remember how many, a certain number of tourists that come. Yeah. It's like, you know, three out of every 10 or something are just for them. Just for BTS. But at the same time, I don't necessarily want them not to go in the army. Well, they don't want to not go. They don't want to not go. Yeah, well, yeah. it's a cultural thing, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. want it to be like I don't want people to feel like There'd shit be a certain on them. amount, yeah, a certain yeah. amount of shame involved in not exactly. in, in kind of and it's it's, in, it's bullshit like, like what that they Trump have and to, like what Trump and Bush did dodging the draft yes, basically yeah. yeah so uh, you know what I wish they could have gone to just basically like the cushy like 
know, tambourine part of the army. I don't know, like, what march, I don't know. Marching band the marching section. band section or something like I mean, away uh, from the bombs. South Korea's got to have the flyest marching band <laughs> section. <of anybody. laughs> like the dance routines, you know. The <laughs> I guess, like, I mean, it's just like South Korea's not really involved in any wars at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, technically. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. technically the, 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 the Korean War's still, still on. Yeah. They're just in a... But some of them won't go. A bit of a truce them, period. Some of them won't go to the army. Like, he won't go to the army. I think we're pretty sure he's he injured his shoulder. He's probably not capable of. So he'll probably just end up being like oh, just a civil and, servant or something for like two me, years. I, I've got flat feet. I couldn't go to the army. Just go and hobble them all with a baseball bat or something, and just. I mean, that's one one way, yeah. And then it's just for two. But then they won't. They still won't be part of the band. They you have to do your civil. Oh, you're your civil duty. So you got to do something for those yeah. two years, whether so it's whether military it's, service or or working as a civil servant for basically no pay. Yeah, your years. I'm really like have to worry about money. Yeah, yeah he's probably got a bit squirreled away. Yeah. So uh, somebody said to me, one of them bought like an apartment in cash. Yeah, I think that was gin again. Another reason for you to. Yeah. He's a baller. <laughs> so is he my favorite? He's yeah. worldwide handsome. Gin, gin yeah, is okay. gin is your bias. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is the that's, that's terminology, apparently. Yeah. I, I find this whole thing slightly embarrassing. I find I, everything slightly embarrassing. <laughs> I wouldn't mind watching this a documentary anywhere that I can see. I think because all the shorts are on YouTube. Yeah, I know this, this is my current whinge is that a uh, big hit record label that they're on doesn't seem to have a very global focused um, media release program. Okay. So, like, they have concert films that come out, but they don't release them on iTunes. They're only available on, like, Blu-ray and DVD in Korea. Oh, right, okay. So these things are uh, highly sought after, and if they just stuck them out to buy, they'd, they'd make an absolute fortune, yeah. but like, they don't seem to want to do that. The concert in, in London, they're going to be live streaming, which I was like, oh, that's cool. Like you, It's like a pay-per-view. Yeah. But it's being pay-per-view on the, the same fucking V app, which I'm always complaining about, is I can't airplay to the TV oh, yeah, so, so I have yeah. to watch it on like some tiny screen like it's no good like some sort of Korean <laughs> yeah and, like, and I have to like they're gonna maybe pay like 20 quid or something oh, or like God. you know they, they will milk you for every yeah and I refuse well, I'm pretty sure everybody that I know that is yeah. into them is going to London yeah well that's enough chat about BTS okay just cut that whole I, section I can't I can't say all their names yet I, you're getting good every so often Susie's like name them <laughs> and I go Kim Namjoon Kim Suk Jin uh, and, then I, and then I freeze and then I go Park Jimin no you always <laughs> and I always Jungi Min Min Jungi yes and then and then it's uh, oh first and last names yes oh yeah See, this is, oh, this okay. is the, um, it's the fan chant that they do really fast and oh Ho Suk yeah, uh, Kim Taeyeon. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've missed this one. Have no Park Jimin. Yeah, Jun Jun Cook. Yes, just all in the right order. BTS. Yay! <laughs> so they say all their names and then yeah. they say BTS and then yeah. cheer. Okay. So it's, That's it's the like, too. and it, it's handy because their names. I think all Korean names seem to have syllables. three syllables. So oh, it's Kim okay. Nam so, Jun, Kim Sok Jin, Min Yoon Ki, Young Ho Seok, Park Jimin, Kim Taeyeon. BT, yes, I have to finish it. <laughs> I'm probably pronouncing all the names. I don't think they care. Okay. Anyway, we've gone on really long for a show that didn't have PJ here waffling. Yeah. 
So we've waffled a lot. You haven't done a pick of the week. I haven't done a pick of the week. I haven't got a pick of the week. All right, okay. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about this show. I like this show. <laughs> okay, well, this show is a bit of a different vibe. But, um, yeah, so we're going to take a break next week to let Scott basically bask in the glow of his... Of, his, of the nightlight. Of the of, the, of a nightlight? Yeah. yeah. The, Are you going to be feeding at night? Uh, it depends how things go. It depends how things go. Do they make you wear like one of those fake man boobs? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how things how things pan out. Probably okay. not for the first two weeks. Okay. Well, um, come back in two weeks' time to find out how Scott's baby is and how uh, what the name of the child is and all kinds of things. Oh yeah, if you want to patron us, we'll get Scott's family some sort of. No, not patron us. Patron the podcast. I mean, hey, if you want to send me some money, you can send me some money. That's fine. But we'd rather it went to the podcast. Patreon.com forward slash Scott Baby Daddy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks for uh, BTS for the soundtrack there behind. So uh, we'll catch up with you next week. I've been Ron. I'm Scott. And this is what you say. I'm, I'm PJ. Okay, it's your PJ. <laughs> See you next week. Dark and a troubled satellite There's a bright and a sunny side too But though we meet with the darkness in stride The sunny side we hold so many few Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side Keep on the sunny side alive It will help us every day, it'll guide us on the way Don't understand the format of this at all. <laughs>